Welcome to Trail Tales, a podcast about running stories from the trail, stories from the road, stories, stories, and more stories. What's your story? How did you begin? Where are you now? What are some of the things that you wish you had known before you started running? All these, among other things, Sean Roberts and myself, David Waters, will be exploring these in future episodes. So, welcome to podcast number two, David's story, and how it all began. I'm David. And I'm Sean. And this is... Trail Trail Tales, Tales. a runner's (laughs) podcast. (laughs) Okay, so we're literally out for a run this morning, and uh, we were going to film, or we were going to record a podcast, and uh, anyways, we'll see how this works out while we run. Exactly. And uh, one thing I have to say is it is bloody cold outside. <laughs> we're in mid-May and it's 8 degrees Celsius. And, and, where we, and where we live, it's windy. Yes. <laughs> like crazy windy. Yeah, the area we live in, we're, so, we're in the province of Ontario, uh, Dufferin County. And we got the highest elevation in the province, which is about... 500 meters or so above sea level it's around 1500 feet so not super high or anything but it sure is windy up here today yeah go left here okay let's see how we're doing here okay so let's slow down a little bit otherwise i'm not giving people a talk (laughs) (laughs) no problem Uh, um okay so what are we talking about today well dave last time we talked about my story and how we started running, or how I started running. So, I think we both agreed that it'd be a good idea to talk about yours and what your origins were in this whole running world. <laughs> it's a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm interested to hear it because I haven't. I've heard bits and pieces of why you started running, but I don't know when or how or what led you to it. Okay, so where do you want me to start? Well, the beginning's always good. So how I started running uh, really stems from poor health. (laughs) I found myself one evening, I think it was, I think 2014 or somewhere around there, and I was doing a real estate deal, and as I was sitting down typing the offer, I literally felt like my eyeballs were popping out of my eye sockets. I was I'm like, what is going on? You know, my, my heart rate was really, really high. I just felt, to be quite honest, I felt awful. <laughs> so, I booked myself in to see the doctor. You know, my wife was nagging me to go, but most guys... They just discount their wife and say, ah, nah, I don't need to go in. I don't need to go in. I thought everything was good until it's not. <laughs> and uh, so I went in, took my blood pressure, like they did me on the, put me on the machine. And basically the, the lady that was taking, taking my blood pressure, she said, You know, David, can't let you go yet. You gotta go in and see your doctor. 
I'm like, okay, does that mean it's a bad thing? <laughs> so I went in and you know those Charlie Brown movies where, you know, Charlie Brown's sitting there and the teacher's just kind of going, wah, 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 right? She's talking. That's kind of what I felt like I was in. Good grief. <laughs> it was, uh, you know, she's telling me all the things that, you know, could happen if I didn't take blood pressure medication. And it was scary. And at that point there, I kind of came out of the zone and went, uh, okay, I'm going to pass. I'm going to do this on my own. And I'll make it happen. Okay. So that was it. So you didn't want to go on any medications or anything like that? No. Okay. My blood pressure was 180 over 110. <laughs> That's sitting still. That's jacked up. So <laughs> at this point, prior to this appointment, did you have any idea that you were kind of <clears throat> unhealthy, I guess, or a ticking time bomb, if you will? Well, when you're... When you're in that zone, like when you're not well, you don't know that you're not well. Right. Um, I knew that my joints were hurting and there was things I couldn't do with my daughter. I was painful, like, and winded, just like walking to the mailbox. Yeah. I mean, I weighed 266 pounds. You're and about, I, what, six feet? Yeah, well, yeah. Six feet, five eleven. I'm shrinking as I get older, <laughs> and it sucked. And so, yeah, it's getting windy now. Yeah. Holy smokes. Holy smokes! Okay, hold on. So it's not so windy over where we are now. So we're just kind of starting it up again. Um, so, yeah, so I basically said, I'm going to do this, I'm going to change. And I started down this path. I started reading books. I kind of read one book called Salt, Fat, and Sugar. By my, my favorite things, by the way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Michael Moss. Um, How the Big Food Chains Have Hooked Us. It's, uh, it's a great book. And then I read a book called Wheat Belly. So... I would go out for a walk. I couldn't walk very far. It felt awful. Yeah. But the alternative was worse. So I just kept doing it. And, uh, you know, I'd walk every day. I eventually was walking a kilometer and then worked my way up to five. When I got up to ten, I was like, okay, I need to get going in the morning. <laughs> this is taking too long. So... I had to figure something out. But anyways, one morning, I woke up. It was Sunday. It was so flipping hot. And I thought I'd just go out for a run. Or sorry, go out for a, a walk. Because right. I hadn't progressed to running yet. I ended up leaving the house in August. Or, I don't know, like 8 o'clock. I got back six hours later. <laughs> I ended up walking a marathon. No kidding. Yeah. And that was insane. I, and I just, I did, I wasn't planning on it. I just realized, you know, once I was 10 miles 
you know, away from home, I realized I have to go back. And then I'm like, okay, if I'm this far out, I may as well just, just, you know, walk the remainder to make it up to uh, a marathon. So I did. Yeah. But the bottom of my shoes were like, I don't know, they were like almost like goop. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so going back, so you were, you know, living your life, busy real estate agent. And, you know, you realize, you know, I'm sore, my joints are sore, I get winded a little bit easily. And your wife pressures you to go see the doctor because you're having this issue with your eyes. Turns out your, your blood pressure's up. So you're thinking, okay, this is not expected. What's going on? But then you decide to grab the bull by the horns and fix it. Yeah. So that's where your motivation comes from. So I was scared, man. Fear is a big motivator. It was. It's, it wasn't a plan. It just sometimes, you know, doing something the same way that you've always been doing it. Like, I was basically a cheeseburger away from a heart attack. Right. Like... I'd eat on the go whenever I could <laughs> and it reached a point where I just couldn't continue that, that lifestyle so I had to be prepared. You know, I, as I was going through this, there was food choices that needed to be made as well. Yep. So the other thing I did was I gave up meat um, and then after a couple of weeks I gave up uh, gluten, so anything that was like bagels, muffins, crackers, wraps, you know, any baked good, yeah. even pastas. So how did you feel? <clears throat> how did you feel after cutting out the wheat surprise? <laughs> after 14, I think after one month, I lost like 14 pounds. Amazing. <laughs> so I knew there was something to it, and you know I needed to start doing a few other things. So I realized I started eating like crap. And then a buddy of mine, he ended up giving me some, or introduced me to this company called doTERRA. Uh, it's a essential oil company. Okay. And I started taking their product called Lifelong Vitality. And, you know, the next month, I hadn't, I mean, I had more energy and I was sleeping better. And my skin, the psoriasis on my skin was going away. Like, it was crazy. So, I haven't stopped that. Kept it up. A lot of, a lot of my, a lot of my issues started to go away. And I just kept eating better and better and better. So I eventually went vegan. And I get all the nutrition I need from, from being vegan. And then, whatever I can't, or whatever I'm lacking, yep. lifelong vitality with the supplements fills it up basically okay. to 100% of what I need. In some cases, a little bit more. So you make sure you got all your bases covered? Yep, so all that got covered, which was amazing. Uh, so then after the marathon, or after that marathon walk, I decided to go into a local running store in Orangeville running free. Yep. And I ended up getting a pair of new shoes, of course. <laughs> and uh, I signed up for a 5K, learn to run. So, 
NASA program through the store. Yeah, yeah, that's what they do every every year. Okay. They do that. So yeah, so I started going every Saturday, and then I'd run three days a week, which was awesome. And it was a run walk. Like so, right now I'm stopping. Right, so I'm going to walk for a minute. Right, you walk for a minute, and then after a minute you'd start running and you would do that for I think they did like half an hour or 25 minutes or something like that which worked out great and I just kind of progressed and I progressed and I progressed and I eventually got up to running almost five kilometers without having to stop and then reached a point like okay hammer down let's just do it and uh I did it. It was awesome. You know, not stopping. Yeah. And then I signed up for... Hey, we can start again. Sure. So then we... Uh, then I, I'd signed up for the Santa Claus race in Burlington. And I went down and I I ran that. It had snowed like crazy. Like the day before. <laughs> so all the snow was everywhere. And uh, yeah, and I did extremely well. <laughs> and after that, I got... That was just the bug. It just got hooked. Right. I literally went home. Uh, I was so happy. Started progressing to like eight kilometers and then 10. And then I signed up for a 10K race in Toronto. And then I signed up for a half marathon, the Mississauga half. And then I signed up for a full marathon. All I did that all in one sitting. <laughs> wow. And so then. You were bit bad by the bug. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I went on to social media and said, okay, so I'm going to train for a Boston Marathon, see if I can qualify, and then I just kind of put it out there. So (laughs) then the training started. Well, now you're getting serious. Yeah. So let me ask you this, though. So this is the Trail Tales podcast, and, you know, our favorite thing to do is head out on a trail and run. So how did you... How did you discover trail running? Because now we're transitioning, right? A little bit like yeah. from the road stuff <laughs> to, to getting out into nature and, and running on trails, which we have a plethora of trails <laughs> in the area in which we live. Absolutely, we do. Um, I guess that started even while I was training for the marathon because I read a book called Born to Run. Love that book. Which was amazing. And then after that, I started reading Scott Jurek's book, uh, Eat and Run. Yep. And then I started talking to Dusty Olson, which is uh, Scott Jurek's best friend at the time. Okay. I found him online. We started talking. He has, like, Lyme disease. Okay. So I started to help him with his Lyme disease, and he's feeling better now. Fantastic. Um, and he does a number of other things as well. But uh, I just started hearing these stories. And I'm like, wow, that's so inspiring. These guys running like 100-mile races in the mountains. Yeah. And then so you start Googling. You start seeing, you know, all the different pictures of what they're seeing so you just found this whole other running world, <laughs> this whole other realm, and you're soaking it up like a sponge now. 
Yeah, totally. Like, <laughs> and then in, in, inadvertently, I started to connect with a couple of guys in our circle with the running. Morning. Morning. With our running group. Okay. And, you know, I pumped it, made friends with a couple of guys. And uh, they were training to run like 50 kilometer races, you know, 50 mile races. And they were all in the, all in the woods. Yeah. I'm like, I want, I want part of that. But I was so committed to running my marathon. I had these goals that I was so regimented. Or like, oh, I can't go on a trail because, you know, I got to do them in this marathon. Right. So, um, okay, where are we going to go? Let's go, uh, let's go left. So, so yeah, so then, I went I run my Scotiabank Marathon 2015. I think I ran it like 3, 338, 339. I almost qualify for the Boston Marathon. Wow. And that was my debut. That's a fantastic time, by the way. <laughs> well, I didn't repeat it the following year, I'll tell you that. I, uh, I crashed and burned. I got sick a week before the Hamilton Marathon. And uh, I ended up running it. And it was a disaster. At the halfway, mu- halfway yeah. I ran out of all my electrolytes. I hit the wall. I wasn't 100%. I was dehydrated on start line. Yeah. And all my training for 2016, I ran a couple of trail races in there as well. Just went down the tubes. Oh, man. And to be quite honest, that I suffered from that mentally for like about two years. Wow. I didn't sign up. Haven't, I still haven't signed up for a race. But I'm going to run Scotiabank this fall. But it put me into this deep, dark funk. And I realized, you know, that I had these high expectations. And I just needed to let them go. Right? Because it wasn't serving me. And this year, it's been fantastic. And, uh, you know, you and I were out running. And finding all kinds of new awesome trails. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's been good so far. It's interesting how you mentioned goal setting. I think, you know, goal setting is important. But when you have very specific goals in mind... Now, keep in mind, we're just regular guys. Yeah, like, we're not elite athletes or anything like that. Yeah, exactly. We're just regular guys. So, you know, for us to set unrealistic goals, it's almost like you're setting yourself up for disappointment and failure. But it's a learning process as well, right? Where you can set a goal that's attainable for you. Or even set a goal that will push your limits, right? And I think the longer you kind of run and push yourself, you know where your limits are and where your boundaries are. And one of the things I love about running is that the only competition is against the voice in your head, right? It's like, yeah, you can sign up for a race and there's a bunch of other people in the field, but everybody there has their own story and you're competing against yourself, right? That's the way I look at it anyways. I figure getting out for a run is, a, is an accomplishment in and of itself. And to carry on with it for a number of years and make it part of your life, you've already won yeah. <laughs> at that point, right? But then you can have the little little other mini goals in between, right? Like 
So I know you said, you know, you haven't run a race since it's been two years, I guess, eh? Yeah. I've got one race coming up in June in, up in Barrie. Um, just like a, it's a 10K running with a, with a friend, Ivor, who hasn't run yet in a race. So he said, hey, do you want to go out? I'm sure. But, uh, you know, looking at the longer distances and whatnot, and I know you and I have both expressed that we have that goal of hitting an ultra marathon, right? So, yeah. No, not an ultra, ultra, where we're talking like, you know, 160 kilometers, but beyond the standard <laughs> marathon distance. Right? Like, a, like a 50K. I'd be happy with a 50K. If we could do that, that would absolutely be amazing. Well, it's funny because I put together a, a video and I documented my kind of first year. And uh, it's on YouTube. We'll have to put a link in that in the show notes. Oh, yeah, that's right. I guess we could do that. And uh, yeah, it's... It's cool to set goals. However, one thing I've learned, and again, this is going to be a personality trait for anybody. Sure. Just because you don't hit a goal doesn't mean that you failed, and it doesn't mean you need to stop. Amen, brother. Right? Like, we can be so hard on ourselves with our fitness, with our relationships, and we're like, try, 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 try. But then, when we come up short, we put ourselves down. Yep. And so I'm here to say, you know what? Stand up, rise. Be that version that you want to be. And go out and crush your dreams. Like, go get those. Chase them. You know, and be happy doing it and inspire other people to reach for the stars as well. For sure. Because we're all on this planet for a short period of time. So start doing things that you love to do. That's, that's where I go, right? Yeah. So the people that have inspired just by putting out videos uh, and then just dealing with putting a post on social media, people read that, they want to be part of that. So then they, they reach out to me and say, well, how do I do that? Can you help me? And I'm like, yeah, of course. Let's go out and do it. And it's been amazing. The friendships that I've made from running, like right, right now with you, right? Yep. Like we met last year. And uh, yeah, we've been running and hanging out and doing pos- podcasts now. And, you know, we're going to run some races together and... You know, we'll inspire more to, you know, to reach, the, reach their potential and whatever it is that they're doing. Oh, absolutely. And I think, uh, you know, the friendships are, are the biggest part of it, I think. You know, it's great to have a bunch of people. When you get new people into your life and you become friends and, you know, you're like-minded, there's, there's really nothing better than that. Especially, you know, when we moved up here, you know, we wanted to plant some roots and meet some people and tried a bunch of things and you know my whole family does that taekwondo thing that you have to come out and try once <laughs> but uh you know that's you guys where... just want to beat me up <laughs> <laughs> maybe <laughs> that's where that's where we planted our roots and made our friends and from there it's kind of expanded and i've met you through there and I've, we've got some other running buddies like anthony and uh ivor wants to come out and it's kind of just kind of blossomed into this wonderful thing yeah, and then even uh, meeting up with Parker. Absolutely. You know, he's uh, 
he wants to get into this whole running scene too because of health. Yeah. So everyone, everyone has that moment of when it's right for them. Exactly. And it doesn't matter if you're massively overweight. It doesn't matter if you've never run before. It doesn't matter if you're like underweight. It doesn't matter if you're color or race. Go out and move, man. Absolutely. Go out and move. It's a fantastic world out there. Yeah. And the, one of the things I, I've been doing lately is when I'm out for a run, I try to say hello to as many people on my run as possible. Yeah. And every day I've got to count. <laughs> I think we're only one today. Well, there, there, there was a couple. So that counts as two. Okay. We'll take the two. <laughs> I mean, there was another day I was out. I was like 14. That's pretty good. I guess it just all depends on the time that you're in. Yeah. And the weather sucks today, too. Yeah. But it's warming up a little bit now. Yeah. And we've been out pounding the pavement. So, uh, yeah. So that's kind of... That's where I am. So, you know, I lost, you know, 100 pounds. Amazing. To, to run... That's uh, almost a whole person. I know. A little person, but person nonetheless. Yeah. Exactly. So... Yeah, you just have to... Excuse me. You just have to have that intention to uh, make some small changes in your life, which will lead to other changes, which will lead to, you know, some bigger things. And at the end of the day, you're going to go, wow, did that just happen? <laughs> exactly. And I think, you know, people need to realize, what I needed to realize too, was it doesn't happen overnight. Like, there's that instant benefit of feeling good right away and the accomplishments that you make but when you start to notice your energy levels change and your health change and your body changing and responding to your better habits that takes some time but it's little things that you are consistent with every day that gets you there and you know one of the biggest things I hear from people is oh there's no time there's no time and I think I try to put it into perspective I've got 24 hours in the day if I'm lucky, six of that is sleep. <laughs> but I know at minimum, I should be able to give myself 20 minutes to do something. Whether it's running in circles in the garage at work or running up and down the stairs in my house when my kids are eating dinner, I try to give myself at least 20 minutes a day at minimum. And it's very doable. See, no, do it. no excuses. No excuses, that's right. <laughs> If you want to commit to yourself, then show up with the integrity and make it happen. Absolutely. Right? It's not about world domination. And it's not about you competing against your friend. It's you just doing what you do. Exactly. And be happy with that. Exactly. Right? Nobody's opinion should nobody's opinion should matter at all. It only matters if you let it matter. Exactly. Right? So it's all up to you. <laughs> exactly. Well, Dave, that was, that was very interesting. I learned some things about you. And I know that uh, as time goes on, I'll learn more. So thanks for sharing that. Oh, you're welcome, man. I think, you know, we'll wrap this episode up. Maybe you'll go back to the office and do a little end of show note. But, uh, you know, I think maybe for our next episode, I've got some crazy stories from some trail experiences that I've had in the past. So... Why don't we do that next time? We'll, we'll share some of our stories from the trail. Yeah. 
and some of the shenanigans we've gotten ourselves into. <laughs> Sounds good. There's plenty of those. Absolutely, and if anyone of our uh, subscribers and listeners who's listening to the show who wants to to be part of it, just comment. Um, you can send. Uh, I guess we got to set up that email. Yeah. Why don't you know what? Just send it to Dave. D a v e dot waters w a t e r s two six at gmail.com and then we'll see about getting you on the show talk about your story so i guess until our next one get out there run live your life and then just enjoy peace out peace